our next guest is the Cincinnati Inquirer men's basketball beat writer for Xavier. He joins us on a big National Marquette Day, game day Marquette versus Xavier. It is our main man, Adam Baum. Adam, good morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And you know what? Congrats to you. You you got my last name right. That, that doesn't happen all that often for me. So kudos there, man. Man, I, I appreciate it. We were actually in the car ride over, and I was scouting out a couple things. How to? The, what are the most common mispronunciations of your last name? Oh, everyone calls me Adam Baum. Baum? <laughs> I, it, yeah, it's been like that my entire life. Um, you know, a lot of people who know me even really well, they still make the mistake, so... It's uh, it, it led to a pretty cool nickname, though. I played football growing up, so I was known as uh, as a bomb, which was, which you know, as far as nicknames go, that was a pretty good one. I was gonna say, I did a, a couple seconds probably of of research going into the interview, and I heard that your fullback skills in high school were didn't leave <laughs> a lot to be desired. A fullback? <laughs> oh yeah, man. I love that research you put in there. <laughs> we we try to do a little bit, but obviously on the collegiate D1 level, a big day for your team at, at Xavier, the team you cover, and also uh, here at Marquette on campus with I mentioned National Marquette Day. It's my it's not known as as a you know Big East wide holiday, but obviously the university's quote unquote national holiday. So we'll get into all the fun basketball stuff. But I wanted to start with a little more fun clip. We are games and grub, sports, food, and everything in between. And obviously, working for the Cincinnati Inquirer, you have had your fair amount of run-ins with Skyline Chili. And one of our big fans and friends on the show is John Fanta from the Big East Digital Network, who has come on with us and is one of our great friends. So I want to play this clip. I believe it will come through through the phone line. We asked him the best food spots around the Big East Conference, and Cincinnati, with both the Montgomery Inn and Skyline Chili, made a big difference. So let's play this clip. Skyline Chili in Cincinnati. you got to go to Skyline Chili, as well as for a nicer dinner in Cincinnati, the Montgomery Inn, right on the water. Here's how I, here's how I knew Montgomery Inn was the right place for dinner. I'm walking up the steps for dinner, and John Gruden is on the steps waiting for his car service to pick him up. He was there for a Bengals Monday night football game. No way. Yes, John Gruden, Spider-2Y. All right, so Spider-2Y shows up at the Montgomery Inn. Have you had any certain run-ins with either Montgomery Inn or Skyline Chili, anything like that? Well, um, you know, it's interesting that, that John had that experience. I personally... Uh, never run into anyone like that at Montgomery Inn, but oddly enough, you know, this year it's been different because of COVID. You know, we the the media situation at Cintas Center for Xavier home games has has taken kind of a drastic turn as opposed to normal years. But normally, that's our pregame meal at, for Xavier games for the media is Montgomery Inn ribs, and so that's like I, I've been I've been you know, overserved that so much recently in the last few years <laughs> that I, I haven't had to go down to the boathouse, but he's right. It's really cool. It's a, it's right on the Ohio river. It's a, uh, it's a cool little spot and it's delicious. And then in terms of skyline, believe it or not, one of my best friends, um, you know, I'm a Cincinnati guy born and raised his family actually started skyline. So his family owns a bunch of locations in the Cincinnati area. So when we were in high school, 
we'd go there after hours and we'd get to experiment in the kitchen. We'd try to make up our own concoction. Oh, wow. See if anything could stick and, and maybe work its way onto the menu. None of us did get anything on the menu, but it was, uh, it was a fun few years getting to just mess around and try different things. There, there's no A-bomb chili on the menu? <laughs> no. No, I wish, man. That'd be, that'd be the highlight of my career right there. So that's a, that's a great two sentiments from, from also you know, our man John Fanta and also Adam Baum, who joins us now from the Cincinnati Enquirer, Xavier men's basketball beat writer. Let's get into a little basketball because Paul Scruggs has been known as one of the most underrated players in the Big East and maybe the entire country. Um, obviously, his absence in, in a couple games and, and fouling out in the last few games, we've seen Xavier um, struggle without him. Do you think he could potentially have, you know, make a big difference for Xavier down the stretch here? Well, I think that they need him to. Um, I'm not sure how much you followed Xavier at the end of last year, but this was a guy who, you know, Xavier was very much kind of in a similar situation as they are this year, kind of hovering around that NCAA tournament bubble. And Paul Scruggs injured his hamstring at the end of last year. He missed uh, the provid- a Providence, a close Providence loss on the road, then a Butler loss at home, and then he missed the the DePaul loss in the first round of the Big East tournament. And you know, I feel like had they won any one of those games, they probably would have gotten in. Obviously, there was no NCAA tournament, but you look at this team and the and the way that they're built and the way that they operate. He's such a huge part of everything that they do. And you know, I, I think. Obviously, tonight, they're on the road at Marquette. This is a team that's kind of struggled on the road this year. They're actually 0-4 when they need to, to fly by plane to a road game. They're 2-0 and when they need to go by bus. But in the two road wins, Paul Scruggs was their best player. He was the best player on the floor, did everything that they needed him to do. And when he plays like that, it really sort of spreads throughout the rest of the team. And their last time out at Georgetown, he had – arguably one of his worst games in a Xavier uniform, and it led to really a a lackluster, half-hearted performance from the Musketeers. And I just think that if this team is going to have any chance to get it done tonight, they they need another performance from Paul Scruggs like they got in the first game against Marquette this year. I'm sure that you guys remember that, probably would rather not remember it, but you know, he had he had 29 points in that game and he did everything. So if if he brings it, that I think that gives Xavier a lot better chance of of maybe pulling off a, a road win tonight. I'll uh, regrettably b- bring up that first game for our next question. Uh, Adam Kunkel's big buzzer beater. I remember being at home and just devastated. But it was a dagger. After that, after that perception of that first game, what are your perceptions of Marquette after that first game and and watching them, you know, with one eye, obviously, um, in the rest of the season? What what is your sort of takedown of the of the X and O's tonight? Well, I think. You know, the, the thing that I can say about Marquette is, like, I've been impressed that they that they didn't fold things up. You know, I think that there was a stretch there for a while where things got a little bit rough. And, you know, you look at their record, but the, the last four games, I watched them go down to North Carolina. That was a really impressive performance. And, you know, I think that Marquette's going to be motivated tonight, man. It's senior night. As you said, it's National Marquette Day, and you know you got a chance to to sort of throw a wrench in Xavier's postseason plans here. So I think we're going to see a highly motivated Marquette team. And and as for sort of the X's and O's, you know, 
this game's going to be different than the first one from the simple fact that Xavier's personnel is a little different. Um, Nate Johnson had 14 points, four three-pointers in that first meeting. He's out for the year. He's not going to play tonight. We saw a, a little bit of a Ben Stanley appearance. He tore his ACL for Xavier. He's not going to play tonight. And then in the first game, Dwan Odom, their freshman point guard, he was in COVID-19 protocol, so he didn't play at all in that first game. He's going to be a starter tonight for Xavier. So I think the personnel is a little different. I think we might see something in that first game that we didn't see, which is Xavier's been tinkering a little bit with a smaller lineup. So, you know, I think that they got beat up a little bit in the first game around the basket. Theo John and Dustin Garcia sort of had their way with, with Xavier's big men. But, you know, I just think stylistically this is going to be a different game than the first game because of those, those absences and those additions from Xavier. So what are we thinking for uh, the bubble March Madness here? Uh, what are Xavier's, uh, what are we looking like for seeding? Um, how, how well do you think the team's gearing up health-wise, just how they're playing overall movement of the season? Uh, what are the, what's the late season outlook looking like here? Yeah, this team's been a little bit hard to figure out because, <laughs> you know, you, you look at what they did against Creighton last Saturday, and it's like, they looked like a second weekend NCAA tournament team. I know it's one game, but they haven't been able to replicate, replicate that from game to game. And that's really what you need at the end of the season is you need to string good games together, solid performances. They, they put on their best performance of the season against Creighton, and then they lay an absolute egg at Georgetown and didn't look good at all. So I really don't know what we're going to see here tonight, but I do know this. Xavier is a ton to play for in this game, not just the NCAA tournament, but you find a way to win tonight, and then you clinch a first-round bye in the Big East Conference tournament, which is always big because you get a little bit more rest, you get a little more time to prepare. Um, so they got a lot on the line. I checked this morning doing a little bit of a uh, little bit of legwork for tonight's game, and you know I use bracket matrix. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that, but it, it sort of pull, pulls every bracket, every bracket of substance, if you will. But there were 116 brackets pulled, and Xavier was still in 105 of them. So I think right wow. now they're, they're, they're in, but they're, there's not a lot of margin for error because I think if Marquette wins this game tonight, Xavier's probably going to fall outside on the, on the wrong side of the bubble, and then you've got to go to the, the Big East Conference Tournament next week, and they probably have to win at least two games to, to try to play their way back into the field, in my opinion. So, you know, I think that it better be a desperate Xavier team tonight. It has to be a desperate Xavier team with all that they have to play for. So I think we're going to see a really hard game, man. It's going to be a tough one. And you mentioned the uh, the Big East Conference Tournament. Uh, obviously, we were one of the last conferences standing uh, right when this pandemic was starting. We've made it through, what was it, a game and a half or half of a game? You mentioned Xavier making it through a full game. Yeah, they made it through a full game. But uh, how do you think the what, what do you think the overall feel of the tournament's going to be this year? Uh, different circumstances. I think we we should be grateful that we have the basketball that we have, um, that we get to watch it again. But obviously, it won't be the Madison Square Garden that we're used to. No, it's uh, it's it's interesting that you bring that up because you know I'm not traveling this year because of the pandemic, but normally I follow Xavier to all their games and I cover them in person. So I was at that Madison Square Garden game last year, and I remember it hands down the weirdest game that I've ever had to cover because literally during the game while the two teams were on the floor, we had Rudy Gobert test positive for for the Utah Jazz. 
we had the the news break that Tom Hanks had contracted the coronavirus. And it was like, we're sitting here watching this game and the people around me, the security guards, other media people sitting next to me are talking about all this other stuff that's going on. It was just, it was just such a weird vibe in that arena. And then on top of it, you know, Xavier didn't play very well. So, um, and believe it or not, we had a a post-game press conference after that game in the same room with, with Xavier's head coach, Travis Steele, and a few players. And that's the last time that I've even been in the same room as anyone from Xavier. So it's wow. it's kind of crazy to think that that was a year ago. But, yeah, you're right, man. This year's going to be different. That place is not going to be packed. Um, but just I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like the, the fact that we're going to be able to have that, we're going to be able to watch it and experience it again. It's uh, – it's been a rough year for everyone, man. And I think, you know, the fact that they're going to put on this show and we're going to be able to hopefully enjoy it, like, it, it, we've come a long way in the last year, it feels like. Adam Baum joins us from the Cincinnati Inquirer, Xavier men's basketball beat writer. How do Xavier fans feel with slowly fans getting back into arenas and hopefully yourself getting back into that arena and press room similarly? Um, are there any stadium foods that fans are willing to, or I should say, yearning to get back to? Well, um, you know, it's interesting. I, I've, I've actually never sampled the in-house, like, Centos Center offerings because we always get stuff beforehand with the the pregame media meal so right um, but i do know from from talking to a lot of fans and interacting with them on twitter like they they've really missed the fact that that they haven't been able to be in that building to to the extent that they normally are i think Xavier's been a little bit unique because i know marquette is allowing fans tonight for the game i think 1800 i saw but yep xavier for the most of the year was right at 300. They weren't allowed to have more than 300 in the building. They just got granted recently a variance request but from the state of Ohio so they could increase it to, a, to almost 1,000, over 900. And, you know, it, it makes a difference, man. It's kind of weird sitting in an arena and not hearing a, a crazy crowd involved in the game. So it, it'll be good when, when everyone's back in the building and you can sort because that, that's what that's what makes sporting events so cool, in my opinion, is like, yeah, the the action on the floor is great, but sometimes the the environment that the fans created, it really completes the picture and makes it all worthwhile. So I've certainly missed it, and I'm looking forward to, to things getting back to normal here at some point. A couple fun ones to wrap up with our main man, Adam Baum. We'll let you in on a show segment that we do pretty much every week. Pretty simple. Uh, what was the best food that you ate this week? This week? Oh, uh, last night I had a, a fish fry. I went to a local fish fry here in Cincinnati, and it was pretty good, man. Um, you know, the the weird thing about this pandemic is I've been I've been working on my diet and trying to cook a little bit more for myself, not eat out as much. But last night I went out, got a fish sandwich, man, and it uh, some sweet potato fries with it. It it hit the spot, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the fish that you don't have fish that much, but during the the Lent season when you start having it every Friday, uh, it's, exactly, it's like why don't I do this every Friday? <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, anything else that you wanted to cover that we didn't get to, whether it was the game today, Big East tournament, uh, any of our silly food thoughts, anything else with us? Well, I'm I'm curious. You know, I know that like I don't have answers to uh, one of the big questions. 
I think for every team is like, are, are any of your seniors going to take advantage of the free year of eligibility and come back? And, you know, I know I've been thinking about it. Xavier has four seniors. Um, one of them is Paul Scruggs. I honestly, I don't think that he's probably going to, but I'm curious about Marquette. It, do, do you guys think any, any of Marquette seniors might be interested in coming back and taking advantage of another year? Uh, I'd, I'd hope so. <laughs> um, there hasn't there hasn't been too many tea leaves on. Uh, so it would be Theo John, Kobe McEwen, and Jamal Kane. Um, it doesn't look like any of those guys are currently getting any NBA looks or draft looks. But certainly overseas, I think Theo John stepped up his game offensively this year in order to you know potentially maybe play a role maybe somewhere in Europe. The same could be said for uh, Kobe McEwen as well. So it doesn't look like there's any tea leaves saying that they would come back to Marquette, but you never know. Definitely good buzz to watch yeah. out for in the coming weeks for all fans. It's a great point that you bring up. Yeah, that'll be a popular question, you know, when some of these teams start to wrap up their seasons. Like, And, the, you know, I spoke to someone recently about the fact that there might not be, you know, I think overseas might be a little bit different than the United States, but like in terms of opportunities for some of these guys to go play overseas, maybe they aren't as many, maybe, maybe things like that play a role in their decision of whether or not they want to come back to college for another year. But yeah, that's, that's going to be sort of a, a huge tipping point in the off season in terms of how teams approach and look at next season. So it'll be interesting. Well, it was a blast having you on this morning, Adam Baum from the Cincinnati Inquirer, Xavier men's basketball beat writer. Good luck or, or lack thereof tonight, and we should do this again soon, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for day. having me. Good luck tonight. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, you too, guys. Take care.